Welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. Uh, my name is Chris. This is Emmett. And uh, this is episode 13. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Um, so uh, this week we're going to be doing a double feature. Uh, we're going to look into two films, uh, not as heavily as we normally look into a single film. Um, just uh, a little more just sort of commentary on it rather than a... a you know, a in-depth examination of the film like we often do. Yeah, um, basically, uh, we couldn't really decide between these two on the sort of short list, mm-hmm. and I-, I was fine with that because I had a feeling like they would be things that we could just kind of speak more generally about, not necessarily and I th- I think spend as much time on. Yeah, and I think that actually, in some ways, like they lend themselves, the films to lend themselves to that because if you get too blow by blow with these films, it it kind of over over discusses what oh, yeah. are what are essentially one's a comedy one's well, a well, horror I find, film. I find with movies that are just like they're both a little on the lighter side to some degree. Yeah, yeah, and and also I find like when they're just kind of not really when there's not a lot of peaks and valleys, but they're just kind of solid. Yeah, yeah, straight through. Mm-hmm. There's less to talk about because you kind of have to. You you either have less to talk about, or you have to get into like the most like little like nitty gritty details. Yeah, which I mean is okay sometimes, but yeah. usually not so much fun. Yeah. Um, and but then, what are these films? Yeah, you'll find out later. Oh. Wow, what a <laughs> jerk! Um, Hang on to the edge of your seats. They already know because they saw the title. They saw the title description. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, we're also maybe just talk a little bit about. Do a little bit of follow up on like the TV and yeah, mention anything else that we've seen because well, this is what we've watched. This is what all. we've watched. You know, um, we usually try to mention what we've kind of seen lately. The top, how, how you doing this week? Um, tired. It's been busy and crazy, but um, fine otherwise. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, but, uh, you're on day off, days off now, so mm-hmm. taking a little break. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Saturday off. It's very, very rare. Nice. Exciting, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where do you want to start? Um, uh, did you see any other movies other than these two? The two that we were, we're yeah, for the, the I certainly, assignment. I <laughs> certainly did. Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah, a few. Uh, so, I mean, we've already kind of, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit. So, I watched, I finally watched the first of the new sort of relaunch of the Muppet movies, 2011 oh, right. Muppet movie, yeah, the um, one with, um. Yeah, with Jason Segel Jason and Siegel, Amy Adams. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we talked about this last episode. No. No, was this after we recorded? Oh, no, we did talk about it last episode, uh, but I have a follow-up to it. Oh, that, you have a follow-up to it, that's right? What, that's what confused oh, okay. me. That's okay, what, excellent. Okay, right. so, so I did. we did talk about the fact that I'd seen it. And then you, and yeah, you weren't super about How I felt about, about it, it and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to do a little bit of a follow-up on it because uh, I also, this past week, mm-hmm. I watched The Great Muppet Caper. Oh, yeah. Because that's the only other Muppet movie that they have on Netflix here right now. Oh, okay. Um, wow, they don't have the new one yet. Hmm. And uh, too new. It, it seems to vary a lot 
how quickly they get things. Um, I mean, they have, like, a lot of 2014 stuff, Mm. but maybe not everything. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, so I had some fairly negative things to say about uh, the 2011 one last time. And watching Great Muppet Caper, I think I actually may have been a little too kind to it. Because oh, oh, com- comparing oh, it, movie? yeah, because seeing, actually going back and watching one of the old ones, wow. Yeah, so it was even further off than I thought. Um, yeah, just made it all seem that much more disappointing. Um, the Great of a Caper I hadn't seen in a really, really long time. Um, like, probably since, you know, almost since I was a kid. Like, oh, wow. I've seen, like, the original Muppet movie mm. more more than that, but this one I, I'm not as familiar with. Um and it's just like, it's just so funny. Oh, all the way, so good. all the way through. Like, it starts with the credits where they're actually they're in the hot air balloon and they're mm. commenting on the actual credits. Yeah. Which, yes, it's been done in other movies. Maybe not so much then, though. I mean, this is eighty one. Yeah. But um, I always take a little fourth walling, and if it comes from yeah, up, it's even there's, better. <laughs> there's quite a bit of it in that in in Grave of a Caper. There's the part where where. Um, Kermit actually interrupts the scene to criticize Piggy's acting. That's in, right. In the one scene, like, she's being overly she's dramatic. way over, yeah, that's right. And yeah, stuff yeah. like this. Like, it, there's some really good fourth wall. Um, I like, there's the whole thing with uh, Kermit and Fozzie. Their characters are, like, supposed to be identical twins. Mm-hmm. Which makes no, no sense. No sense, yeah. And yeah. they show, like, the picture of, like, their dad. And it's, it's just, like, it just looks like this, like, like <laughs> amalgamation of Fozzie and Kermit. Kermit yeah. It's like the most <laughs> grotesque thing. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just constantly the barrage of you know, and it's like, and it's not just if you it's it's a lot. The old Muppet movies have that, you know, like they said, like constant barrage. Where if you think like it's letting up, it means you're not paying attention yeah. because there's a joke going on right. Yeah, now. yeah, it's just amazing, <laughs> and and it, and and then of course you know all of the performances being sort of bang on because it's all mm-hmm. the original guys yeah. uh, which was part of my other problem with the 2011 one is there's yeah. just there's too many of the classic performers missing now um and uh yeah it's just amazing um so it, it kind of was unfortunate because in that light it made the newer one need look even worse yeah um now on that note I did see the first episode of the new Muppet TV show. show. I, I also did. Um and I I enjoyed it for the most part. I um, mean ditto. there's still those small issues where like I don't like the performances as much on some of the characters that have new newer performers mm-hmm. like especially uh, Frank Oz's characters like M- P- Miss Piggy and Fozzie, yeah. especially because they're like the major, most major I characters. Wasn't super bothered by those two? Um I think Piggy's a little better now. I still think Fozzie's way off, although I didn't mind his storyline in the no, show. No, no, no. That was pretty funny because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there was, that yeah. whole storyline and everything with him, like, having a girlfriend and going to meet her family, family. and all that stuff. Like, that that was pretty good. I, I just think that the actual Fozzie performance is still kind of yeah. off, but... The only one that really stuck out for me was uh, Scooter's voice is crazy off. Like it is, isn't that? Isn't it still the same? Isn't it still the same original guy though? If it is, something has dramatically I should, I happened to his voice. Because uh, I was like, his voice just seemed crazy off. Like it, it doesn't. Uh, Scooter's voice had like a, almost like a twang to it in the Muppet Show days, like the older Muppet Show days, and 
it was just really smooth. Hmm. And I was like... I didn't notice I, anything. I, I, it was odd. I should have looked up if the performer was different. Because what I did is I looked up some YouTube videos with Scooter in it. Yeah. And it was, yeah, clearly like hmm. a different... I don't remember. But, I mean, it might have... Maybe it was Richard yeah. Hunt or... It was just... It was, yeah, it was just that I, one scene. I can't scene, remember who Because he's only... He only shows up in that yeah, one scene. Yeah, it's a great scene, though. But, uh, yeah, the... It's hilarious. The, that first episode seems to have got a lot of... Um, Mixed reviews, like, some people didn't really like it, some people... Well, I mean, okay, I didn't love it in the sense of, like, I, I would still prefer something a little more, like, the... And they're, they're really going on the sort of office, like, Parks and Rec kind of... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that, that's just... Bandwagon of yeah. the, the behind-the-scenes, like, talking to the camera... Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of um, awkward, you know, situations and and sort of pseudo dramatic, um, but funny because it's kind of just off. Like they're they're obviously going on that bandwagon, which makes sense. Tom Bergeron. Yeah, which makes <laughs> Tom Bergeron well, yeah. I mean, it's a little now. sillier because it is the Muppets, and that's yeah. good. Like I'm yeah. glad that they retained mm-hmm. a certain amount of silliness. But um, yeah, I mean, the approach that they're taking is not necessarily my favorite, but I can understand why they're doing it because it's just kind of the in vogue. Uh, well, they couldn't thing right now. do another, like, ver- like Muppet Well, of course show, not. You know, of course you know, not. So. I understand that. Yeah. But, I mean, and just in terms of tonally, I would have liked yeah. to seen something more similar to that, to the, to the old show. Yeah. But, obviously, not the same, like, premise, because that wouldn't work now, mm-hmm. but, but just sort of tonally. Like, I just feel like it's a little too, um, you know, like, all the stuff about, like, relationships and stuff like that. Like, that, to me, is not really the Muppets, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if they um, were just... But doing... the actual content, in terms of, like, the jokes and yeah. the, the flow of it and the characters and stuff, I, I enjoyed for the most Very, part. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was wondering if a lot of stuff, like, the stuff between Kermit and Peggy um, was just, um, a, uh, like, first episode set up, so you knew sort of what was going on. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, and, and I don't mind that aspect, like... I don't feel like it's some kind of, uh, you know, blasphemy to, like, have them broken up and, and that, I mean, I think the fact that the idea that Kermit has, like, just has a thing for pigs and the fact that he has <laughs> that a new girlfriend and she's a pig as well, <laughs> like, I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like that getting really heavily into that kind of, like, relationship-based stuff is mm-hmm. not really a Muppets thing. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned on that. Mm-hmm idea but in terms of it's how a more they, heavy than muppets usually yeah it's is, a little yeah. heavier but at in terms of how they've done it it's there's a lot of funny stuff there yeah so and i know i mean i've always like there was actually a couple of jokes i didn't uh i missed like during mm-hmm. the watching of it and it wasn't until i saw like i saw some gifts later and i was like oh holy crap that went right over my head yeah. while watching it and i know? know that like one uh another thing that some you know does bother some people is um a lot of people don't like Steve Whitmire's Kermit as much. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not ever going to be as good as Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten to a point where it's, it's been long good. enough. It is it is a little different, especially mm-hmm. having watched Great Month of Caper and mm-hmm. then going to this. It is a little different, but and it's never really bothered me because I guess because it's been so long now. Like, he's been doing it for, like, 25 years, mm-hmm. right? Henson died in, 90, in 1990. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's been long enough now that I, I've actually have nostalgia. My nostalgia for the Muppets actually includes his version, version. of Kermit at this yeah. point. Because right after, you know, within a couple of years after um, Henson dying, they came out with the Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah. which was the first major production without without Jim Henson and, and with Steve Whitmire doing his characters. Um, and 
so and that was so great and that was clearly very very lovingly done as a tribute to uh, to him yeah um so for me like that my nostalgia for like the earlier Muppet stuff like includes uh see what Myers version of Kermit already so I've never really been too bothered by him but having just watched Muppet Caper like mm-hmm. I can definitely see the difference that people are talking about but I still think he's good as Kermit he's just a little different you know and especially like the voice I mean it's one thing you can copy the, the performance the mannerisms yeah, yeah. a little more easier than a voice because a voice yes there are people that are skilled at mimicry and 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 copying other people's voices but of course it can never be absolutely 100 no. percent the same and everyone has a also, slightly unique usually quality. when you see mimicry they're also mimicking like exactly what has been said before yeah. but like mimicking a whole, a whole new set of lines yeah, and a yeah. whole new like yeah. story and so i mean is... is the voice slightly different sure yeah. but it's still pretty good yeah, yeah. you know it's, so you know without it's one of those like literally without a side-by-side comparison I, yeah i'm fine you know yeah and we're at a point where there's an entire generation of people who will be watching this show mm-hmm. who they, Steve Whitmire is the only, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, well, and like I said, I mean, even for me, like 25 years yeah. is a, is a pretty decent chunk of even I mean, our going lives. back. I mean, unless you own them, it's actually pretty difficult to go back and watch the old Muppet show. The, the movie's a little easier, obviously, because yeah, you can probably get them on well, because the show, they places. didn't even, they didn't even finish releasing them on a DVD. Oh, really? No, they only released the first, Three or four seasons, I think. That it, I think wow. they I think they stopped like before like the last season or two. And they just they just that's it. Yeah, they they've never released them up to this point. I wonder. I wonder if that's a Disney thing or. Well, clearly, because I mean, they yeah, have, like, like, like they have control you know, over that. But Disney does like to hold and meter out releases. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but, but it seems odd that they would have released the first few seasons and then just stopped. Perform well. I I, I guess. But like I mean, like. It's odd that they would get as like, far as they got, though, and then I, stop. Maybe you can watch it on that Disney network. I haven't, yeah, because I don't know, like, outside of, like, yeah. you, know, a, 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 you know, nefarious internet means how you watch them up at show nowadays. Yeah, and even that, like, where would they get them from? You oh, know, you'd like, be probably, I mean, dude, I know you can get DVD stuff. No, but that's what I mean, because they haven't released uh, on DVD. Probably you're looking at VHS rips. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, which is not ideal. Know, that's not what. Yeah, that's not, not the best ideal. Way, not, not ideal. The best but way to you watch know, that. it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, I did. I did quite enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to. I was. I was glad. I was like, oh, it's, it's yeah. Because um, I was like, it could have been a disaster. I'm a little bit. I haven't quite. I didn't quite keep up on sort of the TV stuff that started so far. Um, I'm going to get to it. Oh, okay. Like in the next bit, but. Uh, I was going to sort of start and just go in order. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. did you, oh, I did. I st- tried to watch um, the first episode of The Bastard Executioner. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I was on my list on the TV things. I have new stuff to check out. And um, I last. Someone, well, someone recommend that to you? or No, no. I just looked interesting because oh, okay. it was like medieval and stuff. Um, but I didn't last very much past about 10 minutes of the first episode. Oh, just not good, eh? No, not really. Yeah. Um, Shame. That, that, Yes and no. I mean, that's one last thing I have to worry about. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I feel like it's one of those kind of shows where, like, a season or two down the route line, if it's if it if it remains, if it continues to run, and people say like, "Oh, it it, it gets really good," I mm. might be, I might give it a second look. But yeah. right now, it's just like, no, I'll I'll pass. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, no big deal, right? Like you said, there's a lot to come on. I mean, this week being like the first big premiere week. Yeah, I think I've got like like six new shows started this week that we yeah yeah. So I mean, oh my god, there's a few things that we talked about in our TV Mm -hmm. episode, like um, 
you know, Blind Spot and and um, that started. Gotham has started. Oh right. That's uh, so right. there's a few things that I'm um, the Minority Report has mm-hmm. started. There's a few things that we talked about that I haven't caught up to yet. Oh yeah. But, but I'll I'll get there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you you didn't you didn't get a chance to watch not any, any of those yet. Yeah. No. Yeah, because I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched Blind Spot. Uh, it was sort of everything I thought it was going to be, and it it will be definitely like that being the gimmicky show. It will just live or die on that gimmick. And the first episode doesn't let you down, but you can definitely see like. Hmm. If if they don't keep this interesting, it will run out of steam fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, Minority Report first episode. It, it's uh lo- so much introduction. It's hard to tell how hmm. good that show's going to be. Interesting. Um, uh, interesting cast on that show. Like a lot of people never I've never seen in TV before. So hmm. that, that'll you know be interesting to see how that pans out. Hmm. Uh, Castle started this week with a. Two episode or a, a, a part tour, like a what parts a part one of two right away. Uh, immediately jumping the shark right into the deep end, like ten minutes into the episode. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, Castle, it's still stupid as ever. <laughs> yeah. um, the Muppet Show we talked about. Uh, I watched Limitless. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, too. I yeah, watched yeah. that as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's it's been uh, yeah. Um, Limitless was uh, was good. Um, Although I, I didn't really read much description about the show and the, uh, the the sort of the ads for it didn't seem to show this, but it looks like it's just going to be a it's a not it's an in, like not a police procedural but it's like an FBI procedural and I was like oh all right well, that's the way we're going to well do this. I guess that maybe sells. you know yeah. it starts that way yeah. but yeah. who knows we'll see. We'll things see. might kind of um, get a little crazy and. Uh, for, uh, what's his name from the movie is in it, mm-hmm. um, but it it's, um, it, it's it's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, but the 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 one scene he's in is a clear f- filmed in a scene without any of the actors from the movie kind of shots where he's like, you know, so it, so the stuff from like the previews where he's directly interacting with stuff. I guess that's not in the pilot. That must then? not be in this first pilot because in the first in the pilot, all he's doing he's talking to the main character, mm-hmm. but you never see both their faces in the shot. It's always behind the head looking um, at the other guy and you, you never see both mm, their faces no. in a shot. It may have been like a scheduling thing. I'm going to, that'd so, be my I assumption. Mean, they've already said he's in more than one episode. Being, so. the, being that Bradley Cooper is busy doing movies, that yeah. totally makes they've sense. They've already said he's in you more know? than one episode. Yeah. So maybe it's just a matter of the you know? scheduling. And I, I've out. seen that done enough times in TV shows that it's just kind of like, that's ah, just one of those things that, yeah, I, I'm, it's weird that I notice it now. Yeah. Because I probably didn't notice it. At least years, he's in but, it. It's too bad. Yeah. But I'm sure it wasn't a matter of him not, uh, and, not and no wanting to. Um, the way they introduce him, he is – he's kind of quite pivotal. Yeah. So well, that's it's why, definitely I mean, they he's going to be in more They episodes. said there's – yeah, he's going to be in multiple episodes. Uh, it's probably just as as uh, as schedule permits kind of thing. Can continue to watch um, Rick and Morty and Blunt Talk. Both mm-hmm. are funny, you know, little 20-minute shows. Um but uh, did you get a chance to watch Doctor Who? No, I didn't. Okay. Not yet. Okay. I, I probably – I know uh, in our TV episodes I was saying about how the thing with Doctor Who is I'm not, yeah. like, really that excited to watch it. And I kind of – I just don't really care that much, yeah. like, when I get around to it. I probably will try to keep up with this season now because now that it's been confirmed that Jen, it's Jenna Coleman's last season, yeah. 
I'll probably want to just keep up with it just to give her a proper send-off. It is a tremendous first episode for the season. Like well, That's good. Um, I think it's better than any season in the previous season. In the previous... Any episode in the previous season. Oh, in the previous season. In the previous okay. season, yeah. I was going to say, like, better than any other of the no, first no, episodes. No, no, I was no. like, it, it, it's, it's not better than 11th Hour, I'll tell no, you that. No, 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 no. It is, it is, it is the... <laughs> I haven't even seen it, it yet, and I'll tell you that. better than any of yeah. the last season's episodes. Wow. Right off the bat. Wow. Well, last um, season was kind of a mixed last bag. Last season, uh, like, some of the stuff in last season leads up to, like, actually what happens I'll tell in you, this season, so it, it kind of... Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly... It was like, a bad season. Last season, last season episodes, honestly, were not great episodes but there was just elements some elements that were good in them Mm -hmm. like um i do like uh peter capaldi's doctor but Mm -hmm. i just feel like he hasn't necessarily gotten the best episodes yet yeah um but last season i would say the ones that really stood out was there was the ones with like the two-dimensional yes uh creatures and um the one on the train with the mummy yeah, that was those that, were probably that my was two, a super duper. Episode. What I thought were probably yeah. the two best ones. Last um, that as far as I can remember, <laughs> the stuff at the end with the with the with the, sorry Missy wasn't too bad either. But yeah, in the Cyberman, um, but I wasn't too bad, but. I I think definitely last season I'm I was really starting to get tired of his companion of of uh, Clara of Clara really? last season. Um, I think that. Um, the whole thing with the whole like Danny Pink thing, mm-hmm. the whole like romance subplot, uh, I wasn't really f- a fond of, but I think, I mean, she's just see, really good. So yeah, I, I see. I guess it's opposite for me. Like, I liked all this stuff with Danny Pink, and when they got rid of him, I then I s- sort of. Yeah, you know, it just, I don't know, I just, uh, but like I said, like, well, like I said, like, both, like, last season was not, not, definitely not the strongest Doctor Who no. season, despite Peter Cabaldi really bringing it. He he was really but, good, but it's just, he just needs um, better material. I, and I do think this first episode, like, great material, and he really, I don't know if he needed just some time to, like, think about being the Doctor more. Oh, well, but, I mean, I'm sure that's like, always... If if you watch last season, it's tough because you know they they do they do they they have to get into it so yeah. quickly, and, and they're in and out like so quick well, now. Sort of BBC you know, style. It's not like back in the day where it was like you know in the early days it was like forty episodes a season. Yeah, yeah. The seasons were almost like one right after each other. Like there was barely any time between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like you know you get maybe thirteen episodes a year if you're lucky. Um. And, uh, yes, they're a lot more heavily produced. I mean, I'm not comparing them in the sense of, obviously, today's yeah. stuff is light years beyond that early stuff. But in terms of just the amount of time that they have to settle into the character and to, pro- you know, think about how they're ta- approaching and stuff, it's 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 harder. You know, I think it's harder on that level. For sure. Um, so. if, if you watch the previous season and you kind of had doubts about Peter Capaldi really, you know putting the fullness into the doctor that season he definitely does this season yeah he, he really immediately steps it up which yeah. is great so i'm looking definitely looking as as much as last season towards the end i kind of started to peter off i'm really looking forward to more, more oh, that's cool season. yeah um did you watch any other movies other than uh um okay so what else did i see i saw dead snow 2 oh right yeah finally that was amazing um 
and I saw oh my on my like sort of Wednesday movie night we ended up watching Speed. Oh yeah, that was that's right. that. that's like that was wow. Talk about flashback. Haven't but seen when, that when you were talking about eons. Speed uh, and and uh, you, you mentioned it. Adam brought it up to I, I thought Adam brought it up for us to watch and discuss on the episode. Yeah, no, no, no. And I was, was like, just, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And then you were like, yeah, we watched it. And I was like, oh, you watched it. Well, <sighs> we can still do it maybe down the road yeah, a bit yeah. when we get to S. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was kind of like a spontaneous yeah, no, that thing is because I, I, I was like, I don't know what we should watch. And then it was just like, oh, how about Speed? So, yeah. It's one of those few movies that I have seen, like, over and over and over again. Yeah, and I'm not, I I'm not a big movie rewatch I, No, guy. I know you're not. And I haven't really, oddly enough, even though I am a big movie rewatcher, but I haven't seen it that many times at all. Um, so I thought it was really solid. Um, not as much of the sort of, like, funny kind of one-liners as I kind of always had the impression that it had, though. There's not nearly as much of that as I, my brain was telling me there was. But I, w- I wouldn't say it was disappointing. I just – that was just an aspect that I've always kind of associated with it, that there isn't as much as I thought. Huh. They're still there, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Those Joss lines. Yeah. Um, early, early Joss stuff. Yep. Yep, back in the script doctor days. Anyway, um, other than that – oh, and I watched um, the documentary I Dream of Wires – uh, about modular synthesizers, I've been waiting to get a chance to uh, see that. I've I've I, I've known of it for a while, and uh, finally came to Netflix, and I was just like, Ooh, excitement! So that was really cool. A little drier than I sort of had expected it to be, but still some really interesting information there. Oh, that's good. That's good. So yeah. a good documentary is always nice. I've got yeah, I watched I've watched a lot um, because it's something that. When you're just kind of sitting around and you're might, maybe you're doing something on the computer or something, and you don't really feel like just like watching a movie, but you can just kind of like scroll through like, oh, what do they have for documentaries right now? And then it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like I like to watch a lot of like, mu- especially like music related ones. Um, also, the thing with a lot of documentaries too is you can, if you're doing something else, you can just go audio on them. You don't necessarily have to be watching the screen. Yeah, you it know, depends on on the on the topic. Yeah, yeah it depends yeah. on the documentary. But. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, yep, <coughs> that's all I can think of. Um, other than the assignment, the um, and all the TV I watched this week, um, the only other movie I watched was um, uh, the Skeleton Twins from last year. Um, yeah, that's um, Bill Hader and yeah, yeah. Uh, Kristen, Kristen Wiig and yeah. Luke Wilson. And, I heard really good things about that. Yeah, um, that was uh, it. Was sort of we were looking for something to watch, and that was that was kind of Laura's pick. And uh, I was like, "Well, I like those actors. I should do the job." And it's uh, it's good. It's um, sort of one of those like it's funny, it's sad, slice of life kind of films. Uh, just really good performances. Yeah, that's what um, I've heard. Yeah, no, no. It um, it was actually um, the trailers kind of make it look a lot more of a comedy than it is. And I was kind of glad it wasn't, uh, just because like the the way that the plot and stuff would do. If they just kind of rammed in a bunch of needless like ha-has into the movie, it wouldn't have been nearly as good. So they it kept it a little more on the it kind of a, a bittersweet funny in many ways, um, which 
was better than just kind of just like needless comedy like sometimes you know movies especially with comedic actors in them yeah you know both these actors being or all three of these actors kind of be generally comedic actors um yeah no that's cool. um but yeah no it's good it's um i'd say it's like one of those like good movie to watch with your girlfriend kind of movie um good couple movie um but yeah no that and more um, so than like say alien three yeah yeah exactly um and but uh but that's it yeah i didn't uh with all the TV, you didn't have a ton of time to watch a lot of extra movies. This speaking, actually, speaking of Aliens, you heard about the whole... Prometheus. Yeah. Wow. What the hell is going on there? Yeah, so Prometheus 2 is going to be more alien-related than 1, but then Prometheus itself isn't going to tie into the Alien series till Prometheus 4? No, no, no. Okay, no. See, okay, what happened that's was, what I read. <laughs> Ridley Scott said oh, okay. that there was going to be like a couple more sequels to Prometheus and that... Not until like three or four would oh, okay. it tie tie in closely to the alien thing, and then all of a sudden he turns around and he says that now the Prometheus sequel is not even called Prometheus anymore; it's called Alien Paradise Lost. So it's clearly being positioned as an alien film, um, even though it's supposed to be the, the sequel, sequel to Prometheus. Prometheus. So they're they're like completely just abandoning the Prometheus title and just. Weird. calling it an alien film weird yeah. yeah nobody knows what the hell's going on yeah yeah uh, it's you know it's I'll just believe it when i see a trailer <laughs> it's just just it's just madness yeah, but sure. but yeah because i read the same was like yeah not until for me this oh yeah or no it's, he's like, been flip-flopping wow. all over the place about like his statement like i i feel he may he might, he's probably just messing with everybody but <laughs> sure. that is now the official title maybe, so i mean maybe it's one of those things like like this is like like he said this or this is his thoughts on it and then the studio was like yeah. whoa 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 so what's funny is is i mean Prometheus using, 4, what are you using about? the alien title has always sort weird. of seemed like it would be more marketable that way, mm-hmm. anyway. I like, I like, but honestly, at the same I'm, time, I'm so surprised that it wasn't called Alien Prometheus or something. Yeah, but at the same lines. time, well, I mean, I understand why they wanted to have Prometheus to have its own title because they didn't want it to be too closely mm-hmm. uh, associated because they didn't want people going to it expecting to see an alien film and have yeah, it yeah. not be an alien film because it clearly isn't. Mm-hmm. It's tied into that universe. Um, but now it's kind of like, well, well, what does that mean? Like, because it, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those confusing things. It's, you know, it's going to get into like the Rambo series. Yeah, I was going to say. Titles. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, what, that what's mean going on? Anymore, what's you know? going on? You have to look at it by year rather than by title. Or yeah, anything. because the title tells you nothing. With all the bad alien movies out there. Yeah. The title just tells you nothing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. That's what uh, that's what we've been watching this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for tuning in, yeah. and uh, we'll see you all. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, lots lots of stuff, but you know, sometimes yeah. it's good to just have a real grab bag week. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. that definitely it was. Um, gonna have to. I'm, I'm not sure about all the TV shows I'm watching. I'm not sure if I'm gonna. I can sustain. That's a lot. Six episodes a week. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, and that's only this week. There's still more stuff start, starting next week. So it's just like I'm, some of this stuff will just fall by the wayside. Yeah. You know, it's just not feasible. Not enough hours in the day. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, on to our movies then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our, our double our double header this week is uh, Final Destination. Yes. Uh, from 2000 and A Fish Called Wanda from 1998. 88. Eight, that's what I meant to say. 1988. Um, yep. Uh. Final. B- both these movies. Uh. Not both these movies. Final Destination, I had not seen before. Yes. Uh, I know it 
I know it did, you know, I remember it coming out, uh, and it's had a ton of sequels. Uh, I think there's like five of there's them. There's five of them, yeah. yeah. I've only ever, I've actually never seen any of them. And, and A Fish Called Wanda I've seen quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although I think the first time I saw it was kind of actually quite a bit after it had come out. Um, it was around the time, I guess it was around the time that uh, Fierce Creatures yeah. like was going to be in theaters or got a trailer or something. And somebody said, oh. Wait, you didn't see a Fish Called Wanda until then? I don't think think so unless wow. i just don't remember so you didn't like, see it like growing up no no i definitely didn't I, wow I, unless i just don't remember oh, i definitely did yeah um i mean it's quite possible i may have seen it in like the early 90s but hmm. i i don't because uh um, around this time Those creatures was like mid like 97 98 something, something like that yeah, yeah. yeah it was quite a ways later it was kind of like yeah. the big reunion um yeah, because I, I, I just one of those things. If I had around seen that it in like time, I probably just don't remember. Well, I mean, it's like one of the greatest. Like, I would have been like thirteen. I don't. Know. It's one of like the greatest comedies. It is uh, so around great. around that time. Do like, you want to start with that one? Around eighty, sure, whatever. Yeah, right. around eighty-seven to eighty-nine. That kind of range is, mm-hmm. I think, like probably like one of the best times for like comedies. Like, all, most of my like favorite stuff is around from around then. Like this and and. Um, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is like my all-time yeah. favorite comedy, and that's from around that same time. Um, I just think that it just the the prevailing style and the people that were around that were in their prime at that time. Just that's kind of like my favorite era for mm-hmm. comedies. Um, I mean, there was good stuff before and after, after that, but yeah. like no, I, I, agree. I don't like the sort of earlier '80s stuff as much. Um, I mean, besides you know like. Ghostbusters, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Back to the Future. I mean, there's some key ones that are awesome, but mm-hmm. but like a lot of the earlier '80s stuff, where it's all the kind of um, sort of uh, you know, a lot of the um, say like the Richard Pryor and what's his name, movies yeah, and and the, and the real kind of like frat housey kind of stuff, like oh, the real yeah, kind yeah. of like like um more risque mm-hmm. sort of early 80s comedies like some of them are okay Police but academy and... yeah i mean some of that stuff's okay but it's i don't think it's as good as as kind of the the stuff that was more prevailing in the late, late makes, makes me think a, in the a, late a, 80s it was more the kind of smarter stuff top five comedies would actually be possibly an interesting because we have different yeah humor sensibilities that could lead to a, an interesting yeah I don't even know what I put on that list. Well, I, I'd have to really think about, think about it. it. <laughs> you know? Anyways, um, so Fish Called Wanda was released uh, July 1988. Uh-huh. So it's a big, big summer release. Um, story is by John Cleese and Charles Crichton. Screenplay by John Cleese and directed by Charles Crichton. Wow, those are those names <laughs> seem to pop up Wambo a lot. Blambo. Um So Charles Crichton, I did look up. Uh, it looks like he did a lot of like... Michael Crichton's dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not Michael Crichton's no. dad. <laughs> uh, it looks like he did a lot of like TV prior to this but there's nothing listed after this so i don't know if he just retired or his career just didn't go anywhere um so yeah that was kind of strange um well and just uh, stop when you've done your best work yeah and i f- i didn't look up john cleese but i feel like he might have done some other stuff I, his face was familiar yeah but i couldn't couldn't yeah i have to imdb him or something yeah did, I think he did a few other things. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been in films. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. 
Uh, so Probably I have British stuff. That we've so I have seen. no notes other than the basic technical info yeah. that I just gave. I have no notes for this because there's nothing <laughs> too really. Too busy laughing. There's nothing really to note. I mean, it's just a solid movie. I was hoping that you'd have some stuff uh, that yeah, I could actually, bounce, I really do. bounce some ideas off of. Um, it's. It's probably been at least a decade since I've seen this movie. Yeah. See, I um, probably saw it, like, the last time I saw it was probably, like, maybe a year ago. Oh, wow. Maybe, oh, yeah. at so the most. This is, like, a refresher for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite some time. It hasn't been very long. And, um, amazingly, though, uh, I remember so much of it. And Yeah. Well, you said you'd seen it more than, like, Yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've probably seen it four or five times. Yeah, you know? so. Um, um, but, um... It just everything uh, about this movie is so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the, like, there's some, like, the characters all kind of have, um, not ticks, but... Uh, signature, signature things that they, they do, do over, over and over, over and over yeah. and over again. Well, yeah. it's very much a theme of this movie, is that, like, everything is very repetitious, but mm-hmm. not in, like, a... Not in, like, a boring way of, like, oh, they're just doing the same scene over and over. Mm-hmm. But in terms of – it's like it, when you have a long-running TV show mm-hmm. and you just have running jokes. Yeah. That things that are referred back to or something happens that then causes a character to have a certain attitude about something from that point on in the series. And in Fish Called Wanda, it's like running jokes between characters – but all done within like one movie. Yeah. 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 Two hours or whatever. So, and, and that's tricky like that. You have to very, be able to do that very skillfully to not come across as just being repetitious. Yeah. You know, Um, but of course this is, but this is obviously done very skillfully. A while and don't remember. Um, uh, the movie stars, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Cleese, Christopher, uh, Christopher, uh, Kevin Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is, Ridiculous in this. Kevin, so Kevin. he really does kind of steal. The he movie. is insane. And good. Michael Palin. Yeah, um, Michael Palin's great. Too. Uh, and um, the first three characters. Michael Palin's always been my favorite yeah. uh, Python, by the way. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Palin, and Kevin Klein are along with a fourth character named George. I can't remember his acting name. He's something I character that not as famous as the other but three. i think that works though. oh yeah it's fine i well, love the he's fact a that character. i love the fact that there's like these these famous actors and they're basically working for like they're, they're working their characters are working for this other guy who's supposed to be like the mastermind of their little group it's actually and i have no idea who this guy is yeah. i love that that yeah. works so well to which me. is fine because that character isn't in the movie very much. no and i mean yeah. no disrespect to the guy for the fact that i don't know who he is like yeah I'm sure it might just be because I'm sure British people probably recognize yeah, him or yeah, something. Yeah. But like, I, I don't mean any disrespect. He did a great job for mm-hmm. what his part was. Um, he had some really really funny moments in and of himself. But I just love the fact that he's like the leader of this sort of gang, if you will. Yeah. And and I'm like, I have no idea who he is. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them are all like these super famous people. Yeah. I just think that works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's. Um, it just adds to the humor for me. And then yeah. And then the basic plot is is they early on in the movie they steal some diamonds and then they have to like lay low. Yeah. For a little bit and then sort of all the hijinks that happen. But it's all the like backstabbing and betraying. Yeah. In between all these all these characters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jamie Curtis lying about Kevin Klein. It's it's, it's his brother, but yeah, really yeah. she's gonna run away with him. Yeah. Uh, Otto. Otto. Klein's character oh, Otto is one of those all-time great cinematic yeah. characters. Um, He's such a terrible, terrible like human being. It felt like probably 
anywhere between a third and a half the things he did in this movie felt improvised. Like, being the junk loser one of the writers, I'm sure a lot of it wasn't. It was just written to feel that oh, way yeah. because... You know, the, that's the kind of stuff that they I mean, write. it's the way he plays it. But he plays it. Like, they it take they off. take brilliantly written you material, the and then he plays it. The scene he's in, mm-hmm. he, she introduces Otto to Michael Palin, to uh, Ken. Ken. Kenny is, is my, Michael Ken Palin's is character. Michael, yeah. Introduces him as his her brother. Mm-hmm. And the word brother isn't out of her mouth. And he reaches over, and Otto reaches over and honks one of Jamie Lee Curtis's boots. Yeah. And, well, and, what, and wouldn't you no if you had the chance? No intentions. <laughs> yeah, young, hot Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, also young, hot Kevin Klein. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Kevin, Michael Palin, just Michael Palin, not hot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but like, no attention is to drawn to this. It, it almost seems like an accident. And she doesn't like Sadie. And they're professionals. Suddenly, huh? and then basically, and then that is like the entire rest of the movie just plays out like that. Yeah. It is, it is just like monstrously subtly hilarious. Yeah. Kevin Klein drives this. They're in London, tiny streets, tiny cars. He drives this giant boat, American boat car, like yeah. from the from the late eighties. And just drives it like a maniac, and it just consists of asshole, asshole, just shouting that out the window so every time catch, he like gets his catchphrase. Yeah, um, it's amazing. And oh god, so good. Um, Kevin, uh, sorry, I keep wanting to call him Kevin. Michael Palin. Mm. I don't know who Kevin Palin is. <laughs> Michael Palin uh, has this stutter mm. that is just. I mean, you know, it, it's not fun to make fun of. You know, people with you know disabilities. Yeah, but I mean, he's not really it's, making fun of no, it. It's the, the it, it's a genuine. Played, it, the stutter is played up in a way far and beyond that. That would it's straight for comedic effect. Like nobody probably has. A oh yeah. Stutter oh, like, absolutely. Hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Yep. Okay. He actually based it on like people he knows. Oh, really? Okay. Or or that that he knew. Um, but then people trying to get information out of him, and he yeah. just can't. Well, I mean, obviously those scenes are are, yeah. are because it's comedic, only the important but... words that he stutters on. It's only... well, yes, no. I I like the stuff at the end there. Um, <laughs> Where he writes it down. No, when he's when he's he's like when Otto's like you know torturing him, like more or less. Yeah, uh, basically, like well, Ken has is like um, a big animal lover. Like he's obsessed with like he loves mm-hmm. animals. And he has these. He has a fish. Yeah. And and Otto to like get information out of him starts eating the fish out of the fish yeah. tank. And um, it's uh, Jimmy the Curtis's character is named Wanda. Yeah. Um, and Ken is sort of like somewhat. I mean, everybody is sort of yeah. half in love, infatuated with yeah, yeah. with her. Um, but so he, he, he is, names but, like his ma- his prize like main fish after Wanda. Wanda. Yeah, yeah. But um, but just the whole thing where he's like he's he can't get the. The words out. He can't get the words out, and he's trying to tell yeah, yeah. to tell Otto what he wants to know because obviously he doesn't want his fish to get eaten. But <laughs> he just he can't, keeps eating the goldfish and everything raw. But he can't do it. And 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 there's that bit where where Kevin Klein's like sing it, and then he's like trying to like he's like stuttering, <laughs> trying to like sing, <laughs> stutter. It's, oh my god! Uh, the bit so towards funny. the end with John Cleese, where he's trying to tell him the hotel name, and of course it's got this super like. A hotel name that somebody with a stutter. Or is that the sing it part? Maybe that's no, the sing it that part. Is, that is the sing it part, actually. Okay. Oh, Maybe that's. No, I, yeah. And that's it, probably the sing it part. I feel like the hotel name was chosen deliberately because it would be something that someone with a stutter would have a trouble with. Yeah, yeah. And, and he writes it down, and upon writing it down, he reads it 
stutter free yeah, yeah. perfectly and he almost does he does like a double take and almost does like looks at the audience for a <laughs> second and then looks back down at the piece of paper yeah. like what was that all about <laughs> yeah no it's so good um i i made a note that kevin klein almost and this is sort of a retroactive thing like his character is almost like a living like meme because of everything he does is so, like, just, like, nonsensical. Like, it's like an internet meme, the, the yeah. way he, he behaves. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's why he's such a great character. Yeah. He's um, a classic character. Uh, John Cleese is, I, I wrote down, awkward. Cleese is awkward. Yeah. Well, he's so good at being awkward. He's amazing. <laughs> and, and But he's not just awkward. He's also, like, just that crazy, like... um insanely straight-laced mm-hmm. like British stiff upper to a lip, British to a T like he even addresses that mm-hmm. directly in the movie where where it's just <laughs> oh he abhors it in some ways yeah but it's like a life that he's trapped in because mm-hmm. it's just like the life that he's he lives yeah, he plays um, like this like it's really amazing famous barrister he because he's because he uh, John Cleese is uh, now that you mentioned it, it reminds me he has a scene in Muff, Great Muffet Caper, yeah, um, which is like a real similar kind of thing in terms of playing that kind of like um, that sort of uh, posh like English thing of just being so in that culture that you just can't even, you know, because uh, in that it's like Kermit and Piggy are like break into well, Piggy breaks into his house because inadvertently. Uh, it's the address that she gave Kermit when they first met. Um, that because she was trying, she's posing as like being rich and and stuff. So it's like he's gonna come to pick her up at this house. It turns out it's an actual house. She just m- gives him like this made up address that sounds um, that sounds like fancy. It turns out to be an actual place. So she has to like break into it to be there mm-hmm. to greet him when she he comes to pick her up. And it's like this couple, uh, and John Cleese is the husband and. And it's like they're they're so um, proper British yeah. that like even finding a frog and a and a pig have broken into their house and are hiding now hiding in the closet and <coughs> and they're they're like so proper that they can't even like they don't even like do anything against to them or against them or stuff they just they just help them with recommendations for a for a restaurant yeah. and directions like because they're just so like stiff and proper you know and, and that mm-hmm. that was an amazing scene like it was just one scene it was like an extended cameo um but but seeing this it kind of reminds me of like how mm-hmm. good how good john cleese is at that because that's yeah. so not how what that's so not what he is no. like he's not like that at all but no. but being his ability to do that that segment of, of yeah. this, his society I mean, is amazing his is his performance is full of like cleeseisms the yeah the the where he's like startled and he just like stands straight upright and just like stares off into like <laughs> off camera off into space for a second like you can just see the gears in his head rapidly turning trying to figure yeah. out how he's going to get out of whatever yeah, he's, trouble he's amazing man around. this yeah. this was a real high high water mark for him um uh for doing stuff outside of python mm. like in the post python era this was a real high water mark for him yeah. um just uh <laughs> uh there's this old lady who's like a witness to their their crime, and Ken has to take her out. Yeah, and and Kevin Klein bets him a dollar that he can't oh, do a it. Pound. A pound, a pound, a pound, yeah, a pound that he can't do it. Yeah, and 
He just keeps killing her 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 dogs yeah, instead by accident. Three little dogs, and of course he loves animals. And of course it's he. Not only has he accidentally killed the dogs, he keeps like massively injuring himself in the process. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, by the end of it, he's like like mauled. He's yeah. down an eye. His arm is broken. Yeah. Um, he gets and, her though. He's just he gets so, her. <laughs> well, because she eventually has a heart attack yeah. after he kills the last dog by accident again. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that stuff is, it's, I mean, that's like very kind of, um, also probably one of black the, humor, but speaking of which, probably one of the last movies that a person has ever been in blackface because of the, <laughs> the one scene where he dresses as the Rastafarian yeah. and, and, and he, uh, but I mean, in the context, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fine because he was just, it's it was like, like a disguise. Face. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's so ridiculous. I mean, all, everything <laughs> just, that he does, like his whole storyline, yeah, his whole storyline of like trying to, to, to yeah. like, well, they just keep cutting away to it and it's just like, yeah, what is going on? It's just on? increasingly more ridiculous. Yeah. Um, As he becomes more and more like traumatized mm. by the fact that he keeps inadvertently killing these dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the... and he's he's just like a complete like lunatic by the end. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's just like so he's driven. Lost his mind. He's just gone over the deep end. It's um, great. The the scene where uh, it's Ken. Yeah, he's coming to kill <laughs> me. <laughs> Love that steamroller. Oh, that's a great line. Um, <laughs> Otto just well, like Otto is t- trying just tortures to apologize to entire... John Cleese after John Cleese is yeah. staged a break in in his own house. Yeah, and. And he's he apologizes. Well, he to knocks him. him out, and then he keeps getting mad and like kicking, kicking him, him, and, and then, then and then realizing what he's done, and like, he's like oh to, oh, I'm sorry. He tries to say sorry, and he's got a gun to his face. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, please don't kill me. He's yeah. like, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying no, to say I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you here. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. hilarious. Don't call me stupid. Yeah, that's um, another one of his catchphrases. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, the you know we don't curse. A ton on this, so I'm not going to use the line, but it's the the string of obscenities that Otto says to uh, John Cleese. Kevin Klein says to John Cleese, <laughs> yeah. his face, like that. Honestly, I could I wouldn't even be able to remember it all if I tried. <laughs> yeah, but it's, and then it's and impressive. John Cleese responds with, "You're a true vulgarian." You're vulgarian, aren't you? yeah, yes, aren't that's you? classic. Yeah. Um, oh, but man. that that whole that line is just so good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Oh. Like, and again, I think that's the kind of thing where, like, it's it's that marriage of like the brilliant writing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think any of that stuff is is um, actually improv. But what it is is it's the the brilliant writing with the specific performance like, mm-hmm. choices of how to deliver it. Yeah, and uh, and and then the ability to deliver it that way. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people because he's not that prominent anymore. A lot of people have forgotten sort of like how amazing Kevin Klein actually. Yeah. Is because I mean, do a back lot of back then, like um, in that sort of span of time, like the late '80s, early '90s, like he did so much amazing stuff. I mean, uh, one of my favorite romantic comedies is um, uh, French Kiss. Yes, where he plays like a French. That's guy. him and Meg Ryan, right? Yeah, yeah oh, that and is that, good. That's oh. a great movie, and he's oh, amazing. I need a pen. In that. I gotta write that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it in a while, watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Uh, I, I saw it a couple within the last few years, and it, it holds up. Um, I believe when that movie came out, I I think I saw it in the theater I, as a like yeah. a date movie. I went on a date with some girl yeah. at the time, probably no, in high school. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, but uh, um, it's it's sort of part of that whole kind of continuum of like 
you know, the Kevin Klein was just doing amazing stuff uh-huh. back then. I want to like, actually, I want to see that new movie where he plays. Well, I'm not, oh, well, not don't get me wrong; he's still but, around. I mean, but he's still just not, definitely not as prolific, but not as yeah. prominent. And like, I don't think that a lot of people now necessarily remember. But it's in the new one where he plays uh, Errol Flynn. Oh, and, I haven't heard uh, of that. It's like a semi biopic. Wow, um, I could I, definitely see that. I think it came out um, late last year and yeah he plays uh, or earlier this year and he plays yeah he plays uh, Errol Flynn and um I can absolutely see that I mean that's a perfect Emma, uh, that's a that's a great Emma Stone is like because Errol Flynn was famous like in his later years like when he was like in his you know 50s he was still doing movies and stuff but uh how he I can't I don't know if he, I don't know if he married or he just had a, a a girlfriend for a long time, like very young. She was like eighteen. Yeah, like, huge age difference. Well, I mean, and that I was think, not uh, Emma Stone plays that, that was character. Not so. uncommon back then. No, um, but um, but yeah, no, I uh, I do I do like Kevin Klein a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, let's see. We talked about the the torture scene where he sticks the potato chips. Yeah, up up. Uh, well, it's not potato chips. They're, it's they're just like, chi- oh, like right, they're chips. They're French fries. Like what yeah, we call fries here. Chips. Yeah. chips. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he sticks them up Ken's nose to try yeah. and get him to. Well, I like is he's, he puts the fries up his nose, the, the chips in his nose, and then he puts like the apple or it's whatever. Like a pear. He puts a, a pear, pear in his mouth. And it fills his mouth. And of he, course, he, he can't, can't breathe because both his mouth and nose and both uh, nostrils are completely plugged. Yeah. So he's like trying, he's like trying to, and he, and then he starts like reacting to the fact, and then he's just like, oh right, and he kind of realizes like, well, you know, he's trying to get the information. His intention is not to like, you know, have him not be able to breathe at all, but he just kind of did it, kind of one bit by bit, and so it did, like it didn't even occur to him that like, okay, once you fill all those holes, yeah, you, you, there's nothing to breathe through. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and, and then the ending like is just like great, like uh, John Cleese is like. Like his character turnabout, where he's just like, like, no, I'm done with. Oh, he's life. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, once the whole thing, because his wife is the one who's rich, and the, like, he, you know, his wife is the rich one, so basically she's going to divorce her or him and stuff like that. So he knows he's kind of ruined on that account anyway. Uh-huh. He's, you know, so he just throws his lot it, in with... through through no sort of intent, through no bad intention, but. Through his actions, he's basically compromised his career mm-hmm. as a lawyer. Um, you know, he he never sort of did anything maliciously or like he didn't intend. Well, he was just drawn into it. Being, yeah, like, but it's not like he, but he, it's yeah. not like he was deliberately sort of like he wasn't crooked. No, he just kind of got drawn into up. things and <laughs> and basically made a mistake that yeah. you know compromised that. So I mean, he knew that basically things were kind of over for him in his life as it had been. So he figured, well, why not just you know. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I guess the ending was actually something that they was not originally planned, the ex- like the exact way it ended, but they that, kept it like open. So well, they, could they wanted to because after um, after when when Ken after Ken runs over Otto with the steamroller, <laughs> originally you there was no. You never saw Otto after that, so it well, was like, like you kind of assume he's probably so. It's dead. like did he kill him? Because like that, but that's. You know that's pretty grim for for this movie. Um, yeah. So by having that, the only the only casualties in this movie are an old lady and three dogs. Yeah, some fish. But but I mean by having the whole thing with Otto climbing onto the plane, and you just see him in the window, 
and he's all covered, and he's in, all covered in, in wet concrete, right? Which makes off. perfect sense, right? Like, right. If, he, if he was run over the sewer line and yeah. it's like the wet concrete underneath, and just, I don't think he just kind of got pushed. Still be dead. Um, yeah, but in a comedy, though, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. it makes sense oh, yeah, sure. in terms of the logic of mm-hmm. in a movie, right? And and then, you know, as he gets one last asshole, as, as, he, he, as he falls off the plane, as it takes off, right? So, I mean, you could even say, like, okay, well, he, that probably killed him. Yeah. But... But you don't really know. Like it's it's left on a on a no, on a more more of a high note mm-hmm. and more of a funny note. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, for sure. Like you could say like, oh well, he should have been killed by the by the um, steamroller. But that's not very funny. No, no. I mean a little bit. But. And and whereas like doing the thing with you know flying off the plane, it's like well maybe he could survive that because they were. It's not like they had taken off. I mean, it was as they were taken off, mm-hmm. taking off. So I mean, he could have easily survived sure, that, yeah. or or he could have not survived it. But it's it doesn't matter because yeah. it's a lot funnier. Yeah, to exactly. end it that yeah. way, right? Yeah. What I like is the fact that they never even. What one thing I didn't even remember from the last time I'd seen it is that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Cleese's characters don't even notice that he's there. Like he's, no, they're, he's busy talking. He, they're busy talking. They're busy talking. He's shouting he, from outside. He's the window. literally in the window right next to their seat. So mm-hmm. it's like a shot on them, and then like him in the his face in the window covered in the wet concrete, and and he's like, Rah! and uh, and they don't even take any notice of it. And that's what makes it so funny. Like if there had been some final, you know, like a like a horror movie where you have that like done the like yeah. killer suddenly like leaps up and they're not really dead and there's that extra little last moment where the final the characters react or whatever but no like they don't even notice him and then he goes flying off asshole oh, yeah, one yeah. last time so good. you know so that good. ended it on a much better note than i think uh it otherwise would have been yeah uh also the stephen fry cameo in the airport yeah <laughs> i forgot about that dude not only did i forget about it i don't think i've ever seen that before Oh really? Like I mean, I'm sh- well. I mean, I obviously I saw him in it, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever realized that that yeah, was him before. Yeah, I I just like I wasn't. Well, in 1988, in, I didn't know until relatively recently. I wasn't a familiar enough with him where mm-hmm. that I could recognize him like at a glance like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm surprised I didn't notice it when I last saw this because that was not that long ago. No. Like I said, I probably yeah. watched this like like a year or two ago. I'm surprised I wouldn't recognize. Uh, Super Friday then. But you know what? I probably looked away for a minute or something. Yeah, no, yeah. Knowing the way it that I literally... like... I often will do a lot of multitasking when, when watching movies that I've seen before. Um, and so I may, have, I may have literally just looked away for 20 seconds and like, oh... Oh, that was <laughs> so. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. That was hilarious. I was just like... Damn. As soon as I saw it, I was just like, wow. I, I know this is going to come up. <laughs> yeah. Because we're both quite familiar yeah no so. no but yeah no that movie is super funny yeah it's um, great um yeah if, if you haven't seen it definitely go yeah. watch a fish called wanda yeah. uh hopefully we didn't spoil too much of it um whatever yeah it's it's a comedy yeah it is i mean we didn't explain the entire it's plot. a comedy from the time it's when... all the twists and turns yeah. that really make it and where it ends up doesn't really matter yeah, honestly yeah. It's, it's 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 a dialogue comedy not so much a plot comedy um, uh, but I would, you know what I mean? Like it's the characters that make that movie. Funny. Well, yes, but the plot is, but the plot is very, like it's, it's it has simple, a very twisty, turny, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very complicated plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, uh, one of the best comedies mm-hmm. you can, you can watch. Most people I think have seen it. Um, off the top of my head, Fierce Creatures, which was 
the not a sequel sequel because yeah. all the same actors playing like all the main cast yeah, yeah. the same four main characters yep. Play, yep. they play four different people completely right? different yeah okay so it's not it's just it's just same cast yep it's a it's a cast sequel well apparently anything. in the novelization uh of fierce creatures there is a letter and archie uh, John Cleese's character from Fish Called Wanda yeah. is sending a letter to his character from Fierce Creatures and they're like brothers. Oh. Weird. But it's that it only appears in the novelization. Huh. So it's yeah. not like canon, but Again, it's probably it was been, always presented as being a completely separate story a with a completely separate set of characters. It, so. But yeah. just the, the all the main cast re, re uh the main cast all reuniting oh. and obviously written by John Cleese again. Yeah. Not by the other guy though. Uh, I would assume not, no, no, no. since he was never heard from after yeah, that. After, after, that. after, after per- perished in the making of this movie. Um, very strange, but mm-hmm. what can you do? Um, probably just like retired or something. I mean, like I say, he had like a really long TV career before that, before that movie. So yeah, probably just like retired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely fish called Wanda. Mm-hmm. Excellent film. Yeah. Uh, our second movie. Yeah. On a completely different note. Um, Sort of. Sort of. Kind of still a little bit of a funny movie in some ways. Um, definitely not a serious movie. No. Uh, Final Destination. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen this movie before. Yeah, b- okay. b- big, big time. Yeah, uh, I, lo- I love this movie. But I've never seen any of the sequels. And I feel like... I feel like now I kind of want to watch at least the next well, one to know. Yeah, well, okay. So I do ha- I do own the DVD of Final Destination 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't owned it nearly as long as I've had the first one because I've always loved the first one since the beginning that it came out. Yeah. Um, but I finally picked up 2. Um, I've always kind of been interested in it because it's the only one where um, where character carries over. Ah. Because Ali Larder's character carries from, one from to two. this, uh, Claire, is in 2. Okay, not the not the main character. No. Okay. Um, so I kind of was interested on that basis, and also just the fact being that it's the very first sequel. I was like, well, you know, this concept's not going to be completely played into the ground yet, so I'll check it out. But uh, it was actually um, the third one that the the guys who did this original one came back to do. Okay. So they had nothing to do with two, but they did come back for three, uh, and then they've had nothing to do with four just, or five. Either. Just out of the Sats for my curiosity. Mm. I remember there being like I just I think it's played heavily in the commercials uh, with a roller coaster death. That's three. Oh, is that three? I okay, because so. I don't like recall any like like I went into this Final Destination knowing like the general plot of the movie, but not remember anything from like the, the trailers and I mean fifteen years ago, right? I'm, right. You know, just don't remember any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Um, so I kind of went into this like real like blank. That's cool. Which was. Which was good. All right, um, so Final Destination was released in March 2000. So mm-hmm. March, always the best time to release a horror movie. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, we got a wide open month. No competition. No other horror movies. Yeah. Gonna... So it has a um, story by Jeffrey Reddick, uh, screenplay by Glenn Morgan, James Wong, and Jeffrey Reddick. Um, so basically, for those who aren't familiar with how these technical credit things work, um, it's basically Glenn Morgan and James Wong were a writing team. Um, so it's Glenn Morgan, ampersand, James Wong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you have an ampersand in there to, as the and, um, basically that's writers that work together, like on the same version of the script, okay. essentially. And then after that, it says, and Jeffrey Reddick, the word and, and that means those, that's a writer that 
worked separately on different version. Um, given the fact that Jeffrey Reddick has the story by credit as well, I would assume that that would mean then that he was the originator of the first version of the script, but that Glenn Morgan and James Wong then came in and rewrote it to their own specifications. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's directed by James Wong. That's one of those it's directed, like Basically, James Wong and Glenn Morgan were like a team, and they basically they both write. James Wong directed it. Uh, Glenn Morgan was the producer. And then they did other films where they would swap and Glenn Morgan directed. Um, but basically those guys... Um, very familiar names to me because they rose to prominence uh, working on the X-Files. Yes. Um, and they were pretty much, like, in the earlier seasons of X-Files, they were, like, Chris Carter's, like, main sort of right-hand man um, as far as their creative contribution. Um, then they went – they got their own development deal. They went on and did their own show, um, Space Above and Beyond, mm-hmm. which I liked and I know you didn't really dig. Um, but uh, – that was very short-lived, so they went back to work for Chris Carter, and he basically put them in charge of Millennium for yes. its last couple of years. Yes. Um, so, Which I very much like. Yeah, they did a great job on that, because he basically needed to focus on X-Files, and mm-hmm. he was having... Yeah, it, that's basically where I know James Wong from. Yeah, so he was having you know trouble, obviously, doing both shows at once, um, and uh, so he basically got to focus on X-Files and got Glenn Morgan and James Wong to run to basically run Millennium for him. Um, so they did that, and then after they did that, they basically moved into features, which is where Final Destination comes into play. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so overall, what did you think? Uh, good. Really, yeah. really good. Good. Yeah. This movie oozes... Honestly, I hadn't seen it in a little while. I've seen it a bunch, and, yeah. and I really like I really, really like this movie, but it was actually better than I remembered. Yeah. Um, because I actually... I forgot how, like, for the first good chunk of it, they play it very straight. Uh-huh. And it's, like, very, like, emotionally, like, genuine. Like, mm-hmm. like it's not, like, one of these kind of horror movies where, um, you know, where, like, nothing really matters and you're just kind of, you almost kind of laugh at the terrible things that happen because they're presented in such a ridiculous way. It kind of starts to move in that direction later on, There's which is actually point. interesting because the, the, the tone actually shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, like halfway through, but um, in the first chunk, like in all the setup stuff, it's all like very genuine, and mm-hmm. and the 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 performances are really good. I thought, um, oh for sure, and and now it was actually much more so than I remembered. So I was actually really impressed because I'm like, wow, this is actually better than I thought. And I forgot how straight they play it for the first sort of half or so. To 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 that to the the characters playing it straight that a lot of this movie reminded me a lot of like the '80s horror movies. Yeah. Uh, like just how like the characters playing it like dead serious. Yeah. Um. The the all the main characters being very obvious archetypes. Yeah. Uh. Even like the 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 filming style, like the cinematography and the music. Well, it, it was like it was like a it was like an old Friday the Thirteenth. It's something intended like that. as it was it's intended to, amazing. Yeah, it's intended to be like a strongly, um, uh, like. Homage to oh, and, and they nailed classic it. They horror. Nailed it so um, good. One of the things, actually, funny, similar to uh, you know when we, last week when we talked about Enchanted and how Enchanted is like an homage to old you know classic Disney and all the character names and stuff in Enchanted mm-hmm. are all have some tie into Disney history in some way. Um, in this, it's like pretty much all the character names are based on like um, 
like classic classic like horror like uh filmmakers and actors and stuff like that mm-hmm. um the main character in this his name is alex browning mm-hmm. and that's named off of uh todd browning who directed the original um 30s uh dracula oh. and uh, freaks the the oh the, right from the 30s um and his best friend in this is Todd uh-huh. with one D, uh-huh. which is from Todd Browning. So basically, they split Todd Browning's name into the two into the two, two characters, and two friends. Yeah, and I mean, there's stuff like um, the their teacher that is uh, one of the uh-huh. main characters. Um, uh, she's uh, Valerie Luton, uh, Miss Luton, right? It was the character, and that's based off of Val Luton, who was like a classic horror filmmaker from like the 40s and stuff. He made like uh, Cat People, the original Cat People, and bunch of stuff like that um there's like the fbi guys there's like one they're like shrek and i forget what the other one is but mm-hmm. like that's based off max shrek who started yeah. nosferatu um you know there's basically like every character there's just... billy hitchcock oh yeah is one billy, of the, yeah. is one of the um what's his name's um sean william scott's character, character is billy yeah. hitchcock and hitchcock comes from alfred hitchcock, hitchcock obviously yeah. like they're all every character <laughs> is in some way um, based off, except for Clear Rivers, which is one of the greatest character names Clear ever. Clear River? Yeah. Yeah. So Clear, well, Clear, they got Clear. I, I actually didn't look this up or anything. I inadvertently found this information while looking at something else. But um, it actually comes from Glenn Morgan and James Wong's assistant was oh. named Clear. So that's where they got it. And then they gave the character the last name Rivers to make it like, you know, her parents are obviously like hippies, hippies or something. Yeah. And she's Clear Rivers. But I still think it's a great that's, that's it's a great character. Ellie Larry's character, yes. Allie Larder. With her <laughs> slightly odd brown hair. Yeah, that was... Until that, the very end. Yeah. Um, Which I will explain. Uh, Sean William Scott, is this his first movie? Uh, well, it's two, came out March 2000, so, I mean, it probably would have been had... It would have had to have been shot probably late 99. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, it just... Yeah, it was. It was shot in like winter, yeah. winter ninety nine, yeah, two thousand. Yeah. So, um, just because you know, it would have been early. Uh, I mean, it, he, when did he became kind when, of when did the first American Pie come out? Probably before this, right? Oh, Wasn't yeah. the first American Pie came out like ninety nine or yeah, something like that? Probably, probably, yeah. Just he he was the like other than Ali Larder, he was like the other big name actor yeah. so, of the main cast, and but he did not have a big role. Like he was really yeah. I mean, I it's certainly early. It's early. Yeah. I mean, it's before he sort of really took off. Yeah. That's but, why I was wondering if this was his first film or not. But, uh, um, I I, I'm pretty sure American Pie was before this. Oh, okay. but. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the characters in this are, are hilarious. Yeah. Well, Devin Sawa is um, great. Um, it's definitely a less over-the-top performance than Idle Hands. Oh, um, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, well, it's a less over-the-top movie than yeah, Idle yeah, Hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it has its moments. Yeah, yeah. When, which we'll get to, but... Um, um, so, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Final Destination is... Um, uh, it's about some students who uh, were supposed to get on a plane with their class. Yeah, and, for a class trip to France. To France. And to uh, the main character, Alex, while they're on the runway waiting for the plane takeoff, he has, like, a vision of the plane exploding mm-hmm. on takeoff, and he freaks out yeah um prior to this he's actually really apprehensive about getting on the plane yeah well he starts to i think he's got some kind of fear of flying or something he does they really they, they, they well they address that he yeah. is afraid they, of flying, flying but, yeah. but they also like he starts to have odd little like hallucinations Asians, and visions yeah. and stuff like that uh re- re- relating to that and then and then once they get on the plane he literally has like a full-on vision where, vision, where it's yeah. as if it's happening yeah so he freaks out and they have to get him like off the plane yeah 
um, and then a number of the other characters, like his best friend, yeah. and uh, the, the the jock of the class is Carter, who says, dead, yeah, yeah. like, gets angry with them and, like, punches them, so yeah. they grab him off. Of course, yeah. as they're taking him off, his girlfriend follows him, yeah. and then... And plot explains later, but Ali Carter or Ali Carter, Ali Larder, yeah, Claire gets Claire off as well. Gets off as well. Um, she kind of has a feeling. That and one of the teachers right. um, also, like you know, goes with them as they're escorted off the plane. Yeah. Um, at which point they're told that the plane that they're not allowed to get back on the plane, mm-hmm. or one of the teachers can get back on the plane. So they're sort of the main teacher gets yeah. back on the plane, and, and yeah. the other teacher stays behind, mm-hmm. uh, and that they're, they're they can catch the next flight. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the, the pilot doesn't, he's like, does he, he doesn't want to put up their crap. Yeah. 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 But they, um, they just got to get everything worked yeah. out. And then, uh, you know, this is, you know, pre nine 11. So oh, yeah. you can, you can, you can cause a scene and just get to the next flight. Um, well, I mean, they're students. I yeah. mean, um, it is what it is. Like it, it's not. And then, and oh, Sean William Scott's character, uh, Billy also misses the, uh, because he's in the bathroom, so he also misses. Yeah. He, he he actually arrives after everyone's been kicked off, and he was so that's how late he was. So he also doesn't get in the plane, yeah. and then the plane takes off and explodes. Yeah, and and so they're the only survivors. And of course, I love how everybody the, else is just sitting there or standing there, like in the lounge, and they're just like you know arguing and stuff like yeah. that. And and he's the one who the Billy's only one like, who's like watching the plane, the plane, and he's like, "There it goes." Oh, yeah, and then. Boom. <laughs> and it explodes. And of course, because there's the there's that um the delay and like of the shock like, wave, like the shock yeah. wave hitting because it's you know, the plane is a fair distance away by this point. He sees it happen, nobody else sees it happen, yeah. so no, no one else is reacting. So he's just like oh, like, no. like like holy shit, because he sees it explode. Yeah. But then there's that second before the actual and then the and then the shockwave hits him and and, and yeah. breaks the, the glass and everyone and then everyone else reacts mm-hmm. but like I like the fact that he's the only one who's actually you know eyes on it and mm-hmm. so he sees it happen and he kind of does this like oh uh, like this like reaction yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that was great and then then the basically the rest of the movie is like sort of like follows they, their they've broken death's plan and they have and yeah, now so death, death is, is coming re- for reclaiming them, them yeah. in the order that they should have died yeah in the um, plane uh and Around the, I guess it's around the middle of the movie where when they finally um, figure out um, what's what, going what, on. Well, what happened to the plane, mm-hmm. like why the plane exploded, because they weren't, they knew. Yeah, they yeah, because initially, like, and the FBI guys think, like, it was, like, a deliberate, like, like. <laughs> the two FBI guys are. Yeah. Well, okay, most of the people in this movie are kind of. I mean, there's a lot of archetypes and stuff, but everybody's a little off, mm-hmm. a little weird. Yeah. And the FBI guys, no, no, they're like straight out of like, they're almost like, like Buffy-esque characters in some ways. Like, they're really strange. They're really odd behavior. They do stuff that you're like, that's not what an FBI agent or any law enforcement agent would do. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I think that what they do makes sense. Yeah. They're just investigating, yeah. but uh, just, uh, but just it's the one how scene, they behave. It's you know, how they go about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Um, well, they're clearly they're also clearly unnerved by like sort of well, the events it, yeah. I mean, place. it falls yeah. outside of what they can sort of mm-hmm. understand or or what they can kind of you know process. Um. But, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so they realize, he, uh, Alex realizes, uh, 
how they were supposed to die in the flight. Mm-hmm. And he traces the explosion through the plane and who was going to hit in what order. Yeah. And then so he knows who's what order everybody's going to die. Yeah. Although um, although he makes a little error. Yeah, he does. What, what, well, a, what yeah. a twist. What a twist. Uh, which um, is good because, I mean, if he just knows exactly what's going to happen for the whole time, yeah. it's not as interesting. Whereas, like, he realizes later on what his, what his mistake was and that, you know, it's going to throw off his calculations, as it were. Yeah. Um, the movie uh, death in this movie certainly seems to like um, uh, uh, breezes. Like whenever death is coming, there's like a breeze, and then very, everything seems very like water and liquid related. Yep. Like it seems well, like the easiest way to kill of... people is with water. Like yeah, well, except that I mean, it's it's often like a red herring because yeah, yeah, yeah. they well, and that's the other thing. Yeah, because this like movie huge red herring. Todd on... is the first to go, and and it initially looks like oh he's gonna get like electrocuted or something because there's all this stuff with like the water coming out and, and there's like the radio with... yeah and there's all the this radio. and various like things like that. And then it just ends up like he ends up slipping on the mm-hmm. water. They um, do – well, every time they're going know. to kill or almost kill somebody in this, they do a lot of like you can see the – you see it coming. You yeah. see it coming. You see it coming. Oh, no, that wasn't it. And then they yeah, twist yeah, yeah. it off in yeah. some other way. Um, yeah. And one, <laughs> Sometimes multiple times. The one way you always know that it's about to happen besides the little breezy thing, yeah, the little yeah. liquid thing, is they always play um, a Rocky Mountain High <laughs> with John Denver. Denver. Um Every time. Yeah, even yeah. just for, like, a second. Like, mm. in, there's a couple of ones. There's one time where I think it's, like, it comes up. It's, like, on the radio for, yeah. like, like like two seconds or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, some of them are some of them are for a lot longer. Like, I think the first yeah. time, like, with, with Todd, I think it's on for quite a while. Yeah. Um, because that's the first kill, but. Yeah. Uh, um, I think the only time you don't hear it is uh, when Billy dies. But Billy dies out of order, and so that may or may not be part of it yeah that's true um but, but the thing is, is they're not maybe a position, that's a, a clue as a clue. to but also they're not in a position to like yeah, just yeah. like they're, they're the just, train yeah. tracks there uh, especially i mean yeah I'll, I'll get to that later but um but yeah basically okay so <laughs> just, there's also a lot of just starts there's also a lot of rain people. there's a lot of rain mm-hmm. which i love because i love rain yeah um I also think it's really interesting. Well, it's like real, like, like wet, northwesty kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they shot in Vancouver, so. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll explain the rain then. I, I think it's very interesting. I think that they handled the tonal shift well, for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, it's really interesting how they start, like I said, they start out playing it very real and very straight. Yeah. When they when the characters start dying off, Yeah. that's where, like, the shift starts, happens, and then it plays, like, a slasher movie, mm-hmm. but where there's no actual killer... It's just death itself Self. is the killer for of the slasher movies. Causing, yeah, but it's similar to slasher like, movies in that they're these elaborate... They are being stalked They're kind of way, being yeah. stalked in a way, and it's these elaborate death scenes. Mm-hmm. There's just no one else there. Mm-hmm. They're just things that just happen. Yeah. It's like the world's most you know, unfortunate accidents. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, it's just yeah. that whole thing of getting things um, back into... And I and I think that, yeah, the... Like, in that sense, it's, it's to... actually, like, a really original idea. Oh, well, that, and that sense. was a big like, thing. Like, as a, for, for never, a horror I've franchise... Never seen this concept. To base before. a horror franchise off of this whole thing of... Like, I would have expected them to do something a lot more heavy-handed, like, you know, like, they see reflections of... Like the Grim Reaper in a yeah. mirror, and then, a they're, and then they Sometimes die. Sometimes there's a shadow, a little bit, but it's very subtle. Um, there is, yeah, I mean that is a thing. A lot of that is like almost like a dist- again, it's but it's really like sort a of distraction. subtle. Yeah, and and I like the fact that there is no heavy-handed like it's the force of death. 
that is like rising up to kill, kill no, them. No, no. It's all just kind of shit happens. Mm-hmm. It, it, because it's it's treated more rather than it being like a malevolent force that's out to get them. It's more just it's just the universe itself just putting like things kind back of in order. Correcting. It's just autocorrecting. It's just putting things back into order. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, often like sometimes uh, in like time travel movies they'll have things yeah. like that where where it's like, well, this was what was supposed to happen, and then we changed it, so we like messed it up. But like, then you find yourself doing it. anyway. You find yourself certain things happen to kind of put things right because the universe just naturally wants to put things. Right, you know, and it's kind of like that, but with death. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it, it uh, and I think, like you said, like the, the turning point there is it's sort of right around the point where he realizes, like, yeah, the and then it just gets increasingly gonna... ridiculous. Yeah. And in some ways, you could almost, and I, for a bit, up until because they start the out, and I actually thought they were going to play it out this way. Yeah. Around the time he realizes the order that they're going to die in. He gets everybody together mm-hmm. that's still alive. Yeah. This is right after the teacher dies. Yeah. Um, and I'll come back to that in a sec. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I was going to say, how can you just uh, yeah, yeah, skim I'll over come back that? To um, <laughs> but that's sort of the point where everything kind of goes off the rails. Yeah. And I, after that had been going on for, you know, a, a little while in the movie, I was like, I, I sort of realized that at this turning point, and I was like, I'm wondering, I was, I thought, are they going to do the thing where it's like he had a breakdown when he realized like all about like how the plane died, oh, and this was all imaginary, and this was all in his head, okay. and and he was going mean, to wake guess up and from be in the hospital. Point of view of never having seen it before, and yeah, not I was really like, knowing anything about it because of that sudden tonal shift. Yeah, where, and it's, you're just like, why is everything so insane all of a sudden? I think it's just because of the fact that yeah. it's like an homage. Well, to the, other the horror. pace starts to pick up at that point. Yeah, too, and, but you know. but what I think is interesting is that, like I say, like they play it very real and very straight for like the first half. So it's like it's it's you feel all the sort of like it's like like the whole thing of the the plane exploding and like you know because those few people, those few people that were were taken off the plane are the survivors, and then like the rest of their classmates, like like forty, you know, it's like forty other mm. people, thirty nine people or whatever, are all killed. As well as you know the two hundred like two hundred and eighty something people because it's yeah. like it's a f- standard full on like big plane big jet that is like full of people so it's like two hundred and eighty something people died I mean that's like a truly sad tragic thing like if you think about when that kind of thing happens like mm-hmm. the amount of families that are affected and they play it all very straight I mean the one and Todd his friend Todd like lost his brother yes right like his he had a, a brother that was killed on it and stuff and and so his dad is all like. You was know, dad his dad like won't let Todd like associate with Alex anymore and all this kind of stuff and his dad like really can't deal with it mm-hmm. um which you know totally makes sense right like it's like it's causing great you know uh family blah 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 and 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 everyone reacts like you know they really would like in a dramatic film to like loved mm-hmm. ones dying and you know they have the whole like opening the memorial and stuff like that and then once the characters themselves start dying off then it just becomes like a normal slasher movie, and like nobody really reacts to the deaths death, anymore. Death, it doesn't even matter. They just treat it the very thing. pragmatically. It's all just about like, well, how are we going to survive this? And that's the other thing why I and they don't seem to care about. They don't seem to care about their friends things. anymore. You know, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is just like a regular stuff where everybody's taking like horrific deaths, like. Like, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it it happens. We better go on to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. But I think, again, I think it's just that thing of because it's like an homage Mm -hmm. to, like, horror movies, they're kind of – they set you up 
playing it serious. Yeah. And then they and then they did that tonal shift, and you're just like, oh wow. And well, that's what like the beginning like, of the movie is, is like, almost like a movies. like a tragedy drama movie. Yeah. And then and then it turns into yeah. an eighties horror movie. But, yeah. but they did it really skillfully, mm-hmm. and that's why I like it so much. And. Uh, but yeah, like, and it starts to get just more and more over the top. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. well, like the first like couple kills, like, like when Alex goes to the to the cabin by himself, and, and because he knows that he's <laughs> that, next on that the is list, really outrageous. And he's trying to like like death proof the cabin, and, <laughs> duct tapes and everything and into the wall. Yeah, and he's actually like like he's actually like talking back, like yelling at like death, like <laughs> like it's somebody he's talking to, yeah. and he's like freaking right. You know what he told right death. Up. Not today. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's so ridiculous. Like in those moments, it was almost getting to the point of like, like you know, absurdity. His, his his like his idle hands performance. Like, well, you started losing a little. Where bit. he was getting higher and higher on like the crazy meter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I just it's just amazing. Like it, it's a very tricky thing to pull mm-hmm. off those kind of shifts. But, but yeah, I know they did a good job. The, on the it. deaths are all really great. Like. Yeah. Uh, when Carter's girlfriend, yeah, I mean, she gets schmucked by that bus. <laughs> there's not very many. Well, no, in, it's, it's, they because kill, like, it's a small number of characters, yeah, yeah. and they don't like. In a lot of these kinds of movies, the 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 body count is kind of like a lot of fans of these kinds of movies regard that as kind of like the thing. It's just mm-hmm. like they always have to top themselves, so they have like more and more deaths and more like ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, escalating. Uh, trying to one up like what they've done before and stuff like that, and in this one, like there's not very many, but they're all very distinctive mm-hmm. and they're all kind of well well, well thought out. Two hundred eighty people they kill right away. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean the actual, the, the, what would be the equivalent of the kills? I mean, as know? far as as far as horror movies, this probably has the highest <laughs> level of kills. <laughs> but um, but I'd seen the scene where Carter's girlfriend gets hit yeah. by the bus, yeah, like in like gift form and stuff, yeah. I didn't, didn't know that didn't was, know from, this was from, that. from this movie. Yeah. And so when it was getting to that, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> oh, she just gets obliterated. Yeah. Oh, and then the teacher. Mm-hmm. That's Th- the that most elaborate just, one, yeah. And, and that's just an insult to injury. Like, yeah. like, she gets killed three times before she dies. Like, it is brutal. And they, and they well, it's it very down. deliberate because that was kind of the big <laughs> yeah. centerpiece yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I like the whole. Uh, Reaching for the cloth on the counter or the kitchen counter, and sitting on the it, knife, but, but it's sitting on the knife. So she pulls it down, and the <laughs> knife, the knife just comes down and impales her. Like it's just like, oh my god, you just can't win. And then the chair falls over. Oh yeah, yeah, the pushes knife. the knife all the way right further over. down. I know you just can't oh, win. You yep. just can't win. And then and then Billy just gets his head just like tacked right yeah. off. And that was actually really cool because uh, well the whole time you're thinking Carter's going to get it at that point. well well because he was the He's next on the list next, but yeah. but but it was the thing of like oh are they just going to have somebody get hit by the train huh that's kind of lame because again they that had, was the because they had the, the the other girl got hit by the bus and it's just kind of like that just feels like well why mm-hmm. would you want to be hit by the train and then I love the whole thing of the the piece of metal do, 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 that do is just that. because of the the force of like the train going by well, it's and left it just, over from the car right yeah and it just like goes yep. and shoots. Shoots out and yep, um, decap. Other great thing in this is uh, because of taking place in two thousand, pre cell phone greatness. Yeah, because like it, well, I mean, certainly to, they existed, but they were not ubiquitous. Yeah, but everybody has like kids didn't have cell phones generally in two thousand, and so like you have to like find a payphone, and you characters just can't get a hold of other characters. Yeah, I so mean they have to like physically go places. Yeah, and so they didn't have well, to I write think any of the standard, like caveats that mm-hmm. like modern day. Well, it was intended to be do. sort of like a smaller town, I think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, 
the fact that they're running between like each other's houses and things like that. I mean, that's yeah. that's standard for like those classic horror movies where mm-hmm. they're always take place in a small town and it's always you know everyone knows each other. And I mean, yeah. that's standard for for those kind of movies. Um, and the when they're and they they finally because it's like a year later or six months later, six months, six months later after it's the the they get back they go to they finally all the survivors go to Paris and they think that they're safe. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a street busker play Rocky Mountain yeah. High in French. In French in Paris. So here's the thing about this. <laughs> they, that scene, that final ending scene where they they go to Paris and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so they shot that in Victoria. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Where they shot that? Um, I should, I should really look at that. Because um, um, basically the reason that they – because I'm trying to think where I mean I guess the reason that they ended it was originally supposed to be in the script it was a year later Ah. but they were like well but when they were filming it was so when they went to film that scene because that was done after the fact uh, because basically test screenings they on the original version they had a different ending oh Uh, so in the original version uh, basically um, uh, Claire and Alex end up sleeping together. Ah. Um, she gets pregnant by him. He's killed by the electrical Death. wires, like the oh, okay. the and the big climax there, oh, where okay. it's like you know where she was going to oh, be killed right, by the yeah, electrical yeah, wires, yeah. and he jumps in to save her. Well, uh, in the original ending, he actually dies from that. Um, so she has the child that basically he fathered just before this, um, and then it's kind of like life. Life beats oh, yeah. death. So basically, the ending is is basically only she and Carter survive, mm-hmm. and because Alex was like the next to die, and but by the fact that they created a new life that overrode the death thing. Um, but the test audiences liked the movie a lot, like it scored really well um, the movie the movie overall. But they didn't like Alex dying at the end, so they tried a couple of different things, and and the final thing that they ended up with was with what they did. But by this point, it was where they they shot here in Victoria, and it was so cold. Well, from their point of view, Uh being like, you know, Hollywood. Yeah, L.A. people. Being Hollywood types, like, it was so cold. But, I mean, it was cold in the sense that everyone's bundled up. Everyone's bundled up. You can see breath in the air, all that stuff. So they were like, well, it can't be summer. (coughs) So they made it six months later instead of a year later. Mm. Um, and the, uh, the, the guy playing the song was just like a guy that they found like downtown that was like a bus or whatever wow. that new French that basically local. did, did like a, like a, a spot, like a spur of the moment. Like, uh, he, he basically made his own, his own translation of oh, yeah. high in French. Cause, uh, they, they couldn't find a, you know, this is pre pre like, you know, big internet and stuff like that. So they couldn't find a official translation of. Rocky Mountain High, so he basically did his own like <laughs> translation. translation. I mean, they only play like and, a, a, oh, a yeah. few seconds. Yeah, of it, but, I mean yeah. enough that to recognize it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, so yeah, and then not going to spoil it, but that movie ends in the best way horror movies can end. Yeah, like the last fifteen seconds of that movie are tremendous. Cut to black. I like the fact that, <laughs> and then credits. The, the ending is, while it's fairly clear what happened, no pun intended. Um, it's still somewhat ambiguous because you yeah, don't yeah. know exactly. Yeah, what and of course, at the time, afterwards. you know, not knowing that there was going to be a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, I mean, since so then, only Ali Lauder is in the sequel, not yeah. Alex. That's weird. I wonder why. Well, I mean, you've seen obviously, it, so. I haven't yet. No. Oh, oh, you're, you're, you're no, I only, I only bought it like quite recently. Oh, 
Um, we should watch that and do a – not an episode, but just do a, <coughs> a chit-chat yeah. about but, that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think um, Devin Sawa just, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't interested, I guess. He was busy or um, – But, yeah, no. Um, this movie's got great – such a great concept. Like, yeah. never seen that before. Yeah, and I mean – and, and as I feel like I know probably some people would be like, oh, well, <laughs> if you like it so much, like, why wouldn't you watch the sequels? Well, that's kind of why I haven't watched the sequels because I feel really like make things better. Well, I feel like it's a concept that I feel like how, could you really just do it over and over? Like, part of what makes it great is the originality of the first time that you do it, mm-hmm. and then doing it over and over. I feel like all you're really going to be able to do is the typical horror thing of oh, you got to top yourself, you got to mm-hmm. one up what you did and it's like that's more not, outrageous that's yes. not yeah and, and i'm sure that's, that's what they do. and i'm I mean, sure that's probably what they do but that's not necessarily that interesting um i did in in reading stuff about this though um to do this i did actually hear um what they did the premise for the most recent one for five actually sounds kind of interesting though because um it's like a prequel that actually takes place before the original and the concept on on in five is like that Basically, the survivors are told that the only way that they can sort of uh, break themselves out of the chain, as it were, and and free themselves from death is they have to basically take a life, and then they basically get the remaining lifespan of the. So, like, the basically, person. so the, the the survivors are all <laughs> instead of it just sort of being like random accidents and stuff, the survivors are all like killing like other, other people, people, or in some cases, each other. Um, the so I thought, well, that that's kind of a different take on it. That might be interesting. One character we haven't commented on is the super creepy coroner. Yeah, uh, he's a common character in these. He's movies. in a few he's of them. I okay. think he's in like three of them. Okay, something like that. He's uh, not in all. I, of them. I think I remember that from the tra- seeing the trailers. Yeah, um, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. I mean, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Um, they basically hired. I thought him. he was actually going to be in this movie a lot. They more hired him after they introduced him. They hired him. him to do this. Well, yeah, it's more of like he's almost just a cameo. Really. Yeah, really. But they hired him like pretty much because for his voice, really, because mm. he's got an amazing voice. I mean, that's really what he's famous for. But I mean, they hired him because you get that connection, that like horror connection because of the Candyman mm-hmm. movies, and you know he just has a great voice and a great kind of presence mm-hmm. for that kind of creepy, spooky kind of stuff. Yeah. He does. So I guess this is, in a way, this is kind of like a little bit of a preview for our our, our spooky. Uh, festivities for october, october maybe. yeah um, we'll, we'll see we're, we're planning to do some yeah some s- things some horror theme stuff not not for the entire month but some horror stuff so uh that'll be it for this week mm-hmm. um if uh people want to uh get a hold of us people know where to listen to us we're on soundcloud and itunes yep uh, what well, we've watched yeah. podcast yeah you're probably listening to us on one of those two right now um but we would uh, we would like to hear from you um, if you want to send us a, a comment on either or I guess on the SoundCloud if you want to send us a comment you can do that yep. you don't have to sign up or anything nope. you can um, comment I mean, on the individual you, you, episodes you can do like a free account on SoundCloud it's really easy and then you know at least that way we would know mm-hmm. kind of who you are um, but if you don't want to do that you can do like just anonymous basically yeah. comments. Tell us uh, what you like, what we're doing, what you don't like, uh, ideas, what you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, you can email us at uh, www podcast. www three. 
Sorry. This is what yeah, we've sorry. watched. What we've watched. www.podcast at shaw.ca. Yep. Um, and, and Twitter uh, at what we've watched. Yeah. And we, yeah, we'd like to hear from you. Um, your feedback matters. Um, I know we don't have a ton of people listening, but. That's right. You know. There's people all over the world. Yeah. So they're out there. Yeah. Until next week, uh, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye-bye.